So, Mert, we're here in the church. You're, you're an Irish Jesuit, Father Mert Curry. You're assigned here to, to Galway, but you're from Galway yourself. I am indeed, yeah. I was schooled here so back nice, in the 60s. Nice to be back. <laughs> Lovely to be back, yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, we're in the Jesuit church here in Sea Road, and it's had a good facelift. It's had a yeah, great job, yes, it was. We've got a lot of pointing done on the whole back wall. We got the stained glass windows cleaned, so they're much, much brighter now. We got the whole church painted then. It looks much cleaner and brighter yeah. than it was. We found when we were cleaning off the old paint that it already had been painted somewhere, maybe I think in the 1930s, because there's no sign of that in the original photograph we have from 1896. We left a little piece of that kind of stuff, which is up there. Oh, that's so beautiful. the whole church was painted with that kind of design, fleur-de-lis design. It's gorgeous. And then above that were two Jesuit saints, circles, and at one stage Ignatius was up here and Francis Xavier was up there, you know, circles, and then presumed there was some over on that side as well, but they were all destroyed, really, with age. That fleur-de-lis, it looks like mosaic almost, but it's paint, is that it? It's painted, yes, I'd say it's... That's an art form, isn't it? I'd say it's probably hand-painted. I don't know how it was done in the 1930s or whatever it was. We have these great um, stations of the cross as well, which are wood carvings. And they came from either Austria or Germany. I'm trying to get some of the students to research them to find out where did they come from and who got them and what year did they come. And we're still repairing, we're still doing the outside pointing on the bell tower outside and another area over here which was leaking still. And we've got a whole new carpet then in the sanctuary here which is a nice blue colour, it was red and it's very good. We're doing bits and pieces, we've taken out one of the confessionals at the back and we're going to make it into kind of a bookshop. Um, or bookstore where people can read. We have a few things to do with the kneelers need to be replaced, you know, or, or refurbished. We got new candelabra kind of mm. thing with, with burning candles rather than electrical ones. So they're in great demand as well. And it's, we it's built the John Sullivan Shrine here then last year or the year and a half ago. It's very popular. A lot of people come in and go over there, kneel down and yeah. pray there. Just see somebody we'll at leave. it now just as we've come in. Yes, yeah. And we leave the John Sullivan cards there about, you know, around the side and people take them. We've bought maybe seven or eight hundred of those over the last year. So a lot of people are taking those away and hopefully praying them at home. Yeah, because so, it was important. You've had to have that devotion to him promoted here because it wasn't being as much associated with No, he was Gal- never in Galway as far as we know. And um met a number of people who said their relations were cured by him. One lady came in before I put up the shrine and uh, she said her father was cured by John Sullivan. He was in Dublin, he was dying and uh, I meant to get her to write out the story Mm -hmm. and we'd keep it there but I haven't done that yet. Mm -hmm. And what about yourself as a Jesuit? What does he mean for you to have an Irish Jesuit saint almost canonised? Would you have a devotion to him or does it speak to you? Not particularly but the fact that he was in the school in Clongos. I've been in school all my life, you know, teaching here and in Limerick. He was a very strict kind of Jesuit, not a bit like me. (laughs) But he visited people all the time, you know, which again I don't do really. But uh, he was very good with the boys and very good with the people, the sick people around Clongo's area. What's this here in the the box? Well, at the time, just before he was um, made blessed... We were rooting around in the house for stuff, you know, see whether we got any old books about him. And I found this envelope in the files, and in this it was this piece of cloth. And in the envelope was this notice cloth from the Sultan of Father John Sullivan. 
So I don't know where it came from, but we put it out here with the medal that was stuck for his consecration as a blessed. Yeah, I would say that is authentic because that's what they use in the little prayer cards that are relics. Is that yeah, yeah. the little ones? They use yes. a tiny little tiny bit, little bit yeah. of that, yeah. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Now, I've never seen as large a piece as that. So this was a... Well, it was a way into the church, and this was a kind of a... There's a bathroom in behind that, you know, mm-hmm. so we've made this shrine back a bit, and we put in the picture here and uh, did it up. You know, it's very yeah. nice, and it's it's quite popular. You very frequently see people yeah. praying here, yeah. you know, which is yeah. great. And know. lovely and simple, like I think very Father simple, John yes. would like, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the link with Portora Royal School. He went to school there, and I was up there many times with the rowing club from here. We rowed in Portora, and we met the teachers and the pupils there. So that's been going on a long time, Mert, the the connection with Portora. Yes. Well, the rowing club started in 1934, so it's 85 years old. They did well this year. They won two national championships, and... uh, there's a lot of kids now rowing, 70 or 80 students rowing. That's amazing. And, how, and was that because of Father John that that connection started or not? Would that oh, no, it was him? a rowing connection, yes. Yeah, I yeah, know they were, Klongos were linked with Portora for eight yeah. or two boarding schools. And um, I suppose there was a John Sullivan connection there, but mm. we didn't really know anything about him here, you know, so... Isn't that interesting? At the same school, you'd have the big connection with it. It's not Portora Royal anymore. Mm. It's in a Skillen Royal Mm. or something Mm. like that. Mm. But um, Mm. they've amalgamated with the girls' school, I think. So we're a co-ed school here too. We have about 630 pupils in the secondary. And then in the primary school, we have about 570. So we have about 2,000 or 1,200 pupils Mm. within stone's throw of each other. The community here is surrounded by young people. By young people, yeah. yeah. That must be great as a sense of vibration. Well, there's plenty of noise anyway, plenty of noise, plenty of football and all that stuff, you know, so. We're here now in the summer, so it's a bit quieter, I'm sure. Yeah, there are some Spanish students or French students learning English there. Not so quiet then. Well, it's not as noisy, no, not as noisy, yeah. The chapel, I have to say, looks great. It's much, much brighter than I remember when I was here before. Mm. But you had a bit of a burglary on Christmas Day, but but not a great Christmas present. Yeah, well, Christmas Day, I suppose we were sitting down, everything was done the church was locked and they broke in the kind of side door over there it was um, an escape door you know and there was you could really open it with a screwdriver and um, they did and they kicked in the sacristy door and then they tried to find the keys of the safe and the keys weren't there they were in the house and they cut the hinges off the door but the safe wouldn't open so they got no money two men as far as we could see that on the there was a video thing for the schoolyard and we saw two guys going out about quarter to one in the morning since Stephen's day so that took a while then to get that repaired and to get the new door and to get the safe fixed and but it's not the first time they've tried to break into that safe but I don't think they've ever got in so it's a great safe whoever bought it yeah <laughs> goes back a long it's way a long way yeah. and um Finally, just saying, even since we've just come in here, it's a Thursday afternoon, it's around four o'clock, mm. but people are still dropping in to pray. It has that kind of a, a call, does it? It's in yes, the city centre, so people come in. I've been over in extraordinary times during the afternoon or, and people are always coming in and out, you know. Some of them are just visitors that come in to have a look. There were two in the morning, two girls this morning from Austria came in to have a look at the, the church. So I was talking to them for a few minutes, they were mm. great. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I, uh, there's a Louis Le Brocchi here in this church, am I right? Um, there is. There's a shrine over here to Our Lady. And it's. Uh, it was 
designed and built by Louis Le Brocchi. I'm not sure when it was done. This, again, was an entrance to the church. Yeah. And there was one over on the other side as well. And they, they obviously closed out that door. There's a window behind that, you know. Yes. And uh, this was set up. So we've got it cleaned up recently and um, got the, the thing painted again and, you know, with the painting yeah. of the church. So again, it's very popular. Um, people come here to pray, and it's a striking kind of image. Isn't it? Yeah. Because mm. sometimes it's really hard to get good images of the Madonna and child, yeah. and that is yeah. really beautiful. It's, is it mosaic? It's a mosaic, yeah. yes. yes. That's just beautiful. Yeah. Our Lady of the Wayside. Yeah. For the love of the child within thine arms, hold me by the hand for the rest of the road. rest of the road. Very good, yes. So this was a kind of a prayer room in the school. But it was, yeah, it wasn't used an awful lot. But they've, um, Shane, in the last couple of years, he's, he's trying to get a design for um, stained glass windows in it. Mm. So they were finished there about Easter. Aren't they gorgeous? So just describe for us, the, the, we've got this school crest, Mart. Well, the left-hand one has a school crest. The first school in Galway was opened in 1645. It wasn't continuous, obviously, because we were thrown out of Galway quite a few times. But this is the school kind of panel, and the teacher here at the bottom, and the boys debating, and they're studying, and the girl playing the violin, very peculiar because she's left-handed, and, um, <laughs> yes. and the girl's playing basketball because the person who paid for this or gave a lot of money Rory Call, his daughter died suddenly fell down the stairs in Limerick and was killed, she was 20 but she was a great basketballer so that's kind of why that's there and then the rowing crew down below and the the school the church and the old school is is there on that and that's the rowing that you were talking about that that relationship with um, Portola School, yes, yes these are stunning, aren't they? The centre one then is Ignatius the Pilgrim and Ignatius writing the constitutions and Ignatius in Manresa at prayer and then the boat where he went to the Holy Land, the sailing boat. I don't know how he has the constitutions probably in his hand. The, the curvature of the things are linked, linked the whole pictures and the tree that's kind of going across the division there kind of links that to this and then there's another one on that side, the tree in the middle, the branches are in the far side. So the far side is quotes from Ignatius. He who goes about to reform the world must begin with himself or he loses his labour. And um, then the other quotes from him, you know. Just read them out for me, Mert, will you? One train of thought leaves one sad, the other joyful. One should not turn or incline to one side or the other, but standing in the centre like a balance. Mm, So that's to do with his spiritual direction, the discernment of spirits that he had at Manresa. Try to keep your soul always in peace and quiet, always ready for whatever our Lord may wish to work in you. So these are quotes from Ignatius's writings. A lovely selection for, you know, for young girls and boys who are studying and working in their teens. Yes, and the colours are very stunning, you know, they're extraordinary, yeah. I think that has to be one of the nicest faces of Ignatius Ignatius, that I've seen. That is beautiful now. Do the young people 
users do they come here? They do, yeah. They come in to, for prayer sessions and for reflection. That depends on the teachers, I guess, who, who use it. We have mass here during Lent, not every day, but well, I think every day during Lent, yeah. So this is a, the primary school called Skolignog. It's all in Irish, all Gaelge, and there's about 570 pupils. They also have a preschool there, which is run by one of the parents, a former parent. It's all in Gaelge as well, so they kind of graduate into the school. So they've got to repaint it last year. They're putting in new windows at the moment. They put up the school crest here and the school name over there. So it's much brighter and cleaner. When I was at school, the primary school was in the bottom floor of the Jesuit building and the secondary school was on the top floor. So there was about three classes, four classes in the primary school and six classes in the secondary school, but they were all in one building. And now there's two huge buildings with 1,200 pupils. This was a field with a big rock in it and for about two months they were drilling that rock out and they got this and they built this here. And then the last year, two years ago, we bought two houses out the back, which gives a bit more expansion to the school and links up to St. Mary's Road on the top. And are there so, classrooms in those houses? Yes, they, well, they have two things. One is individual classes, you know, for counselling and stuff, but there are a number of so it takes things there. It's not, yeah. Yes, it does, and it gives a bit more space. I so, was down here one year. Galway didn't win the All-Ireland but, hurling, but they won the next year. It was festooned with... Galway, Galway flags, flags and yeah. and drawings from the young people. Bit of a downer this year, Mert. Yes, it didn't work out this year. Um, we thought they would do well in the mm. hurling and we thought they'd go further in the football as well. But that's the way. We won yeah. the All-Ireland last year, hurling, and we hope to do it again next year, but yeah. maybe the football also. But by law, yeah, by law, yeah. yeah. <laughs>